We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The sound of the final buzzer means it's... What is up, everybody? You know by that music, you know what it means. It means that there has been a light-skinned opinions takeover of Hangover Time tonight in honor of Martin Luther King Day. Um, it's fucked up because we should have had the day off because we're black, but whatever. You know, they asked us to step up. Black people, just like this past election, you know, in Georgia, we stepped up and we took over. All right, so tonight, you know, bring me back out. We got the whole, we got the cast of light-skinned opinions. We got my man Parrish. What's going on, Parrish? What you sipping on tonight? Oh, I got some rum and I got some uh, uh, grapefruit juice. Rum and grapefruit. Rum and grapefruit. Okay. Oh wow. Taking care of the insides mm-hmm. and getting fucked up. I That's like very that. Boca Raton of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the man with with the uh, with the opinions to the left, the light skin opinions. <laughs> Old big head ass Christopher Maddox. <laughs> What's going on, my good friend? What's going on, everybody? How what y'all you sipping on tonight? Um, I got a little Jose Cuevo, a little okay. bit. Yeah, what you just taking shots? Or you know. Well, no, it's with a little ginger ale. I was feeling okay. very big boy. You're sipping on Cuevo Gold off in the club, drunk is. If you can finish that line, you raw. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the worst. I know. Listen, I stopped listening to music back in 2002, and I don't regret it. Tiffany Meeks, I don't regret it. my right hand. What are you drinking tonight, Tiffany? No alcohol. No alcohol tonight? No. Nah. After Saturday six, night with the drip drop game, you're done. I got a 6 a.m. alarm. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Listen, so do I, but I still got a little Sprite <laughs> over here. Siobhan, what are you drinking? I know you got at least some, you, at least one fist on it tonight, or you double fisted <laughs> on a Monday night. No, we still got two on the Monday. Um, Robert Mondavi, Savignon. That's the only white wine I drink. <laughs> and then um, Jim Beam Bonded. Oh, wow. oh, nice. Okay. To the I'm right. telling you, listen, Siobhan always come through. Uh, listen, that's, she's, she's like my drinking idol. Like, I'm trying to be like Siobhan when I grow up. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> we got a... Uh, it's... We, we we got a heat win, and for some reason we all we all a little dejected by this heat win um, because there's some things that we that pissed us off. Um, but at the end of the day, the Heat won a game against the Pistons, a team they should have beat without two of their four starters, two of their five starters. Okay, two of their best players were out. It's you know, it, it, this whole week has been tough. These guys haven't played together a lot. We can make a lot of excuses, but there were some positives in the night. So before we start harping on some of the negatives, I you know if y'all been following my Twitter timeline, I'm lighting people up left and right. I'm pissed off about this game, but I'm gonna go around the horn and I'm gonna ask you guys for some positives because and nobody better take Tiffany's because Tiffany gonna have to eat some words tonight. <laughs> we all do, but Tiffany gonna be the chief among us. Um, I'm gonna start over with you, Chris. We're gonna go clockwise. What was your most positive takeaway from tonight's game? Uh, my most positive takeaway from tonight's game was Kendrick Nunn, man. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a Nunn fan. People don't like the man. Uh, ever since we interviewed him at press day a million years ago, it feels like I said, you know what, this guy, but I, it was good to see him. He, I like it when he's aggressive with the ball and it's usually when, uh, the team is down, like when they're, they're down in terms of personnel. So I was good to see that. Glad to see that and hope that it can maybe spark something because we're going to need what he can bring on nights like he brought tonight. That was Kendrick really Nunn had a 18-5. We understood what you meant. He 18-5 and three, led the team in plus minus tonight, uh, played 34 minutes, was one of the leaders on the team in, in minutes. Um, I believe Brass has a picture of uh, Kendrick Nunn to go with some of, you know, Tif with Tiffany, Tiffany Meek's nickname for him. <laughs> she, calls, she calls him the Dark Knight. I think it's kind of. A, <laughs> wow. it, we should have done that on MLK Day, but it is what it is. We about, we here for the jokes first and foremost. Racism comes second. <laughs> Parish, what was your positive for the night? Uh, my positive was uh, Dragic, the Dragon man. He, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical about our point guard play right now. Like we need, we need some, we need a little help. And I, whenever I see Dragic playing well, it makes me feel good. Uh, he, he picked it up when uh, Bam was kind of struggling in the first half a little bit. So, uh, I liked it. Yeah, I mean Dragic, 22, three and three tonight. Um, missed that free throw late. I need Dragic's numbers on late game free throws. I feel like he misses them all the time, but he does, he does, he did what he's supposed to do. He gives you, and I call, you know, I'm, I'm turning to karate right now. I call those relief points, right? He, he gives <laughs> sometimes like when shit ain't going right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, karate invented <laughs> basketball. If you guys didn't know, um, but uh, uh, Goran Dragic gives you those relief points, right? In times when nothing's really going right. He's one of those guys when Jimmy Butler is out that can put his head down and get to the basket and get you some, 
points and create something out of nothing. Kendrick Nunn was doing that in the first half of last year and then completely fell off the planet on some mm. Kyrie Irving flat earth shit. I don't know what happened, but he's uh, hopefully tonight, like Chris said, is a precursor of something more. Honestly, I was going clockwise, but I'm going to you last, Tiffany Meeks. I'm going to you last because you got some crow to eat. Siobhan, what was your most positive thing from tonight? Um, I'm going to say Goran also. And and I, I just appreciate his steadiness. Um, I still think we're asking too much of him. I, it's good to see that he's going to give us what he's going to give us. Um, second string... Uh, starting, but you know, we knew that that's not anything, any, you know, new revelation to us. So um, I truthfully don't have too, too much positive. Uh, Kendrick was talked about by Chris. Um, I'm going to say Goran as well. Um, and maybe Tyler, I like seeing Tyler engaged on the sideline. That's always what you want um, out of anyone that's not, you know, currently in the game or in the game at the time. But I, I hope he, can see and, and sees and pays attention to um, how impactful he can be, but you know he can only do what it is that's being asked of him to do. And if we're asking him to play, make, and do all those things, then um, that kind of is what that is. But I'll say Goran, um, yeah. I do think I do think that. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Pat. I was just gonna say, look at you giving drip drop shine on the bench, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do think there's some there's something to be said for Tyler watching this game and seeing what they're missing and yes. what he could bring to the game if yeah. you know if he was playing. That's so why there is to, my bad. I aim to cut you. Oh no, I go ahead. Because like there, there's just no ball handling. You saw uh, what was it, Robinson and. and Kelly Olenek make like four turnovers, like back to back in a row. Like, what the fuck like, were they doing? Like, what's well, happening? You know, right Kelly now? always get hype. You know, sometimes the worst <laughs> thing that happen with Kelly Olenek is he hits a couple big shots, and after that, he start in and out and down the court and doing all type of crazy stuff. He need to just chill sometimes, you know. But I really think that Tyler Hero was the none, slowest in and out. The <laughs> slowest in it. That's why it always wait, gets wait, always wait. finger poked. <laughs> Pause. Uh, uh, before before we get into more of that analysis, Chris Tiff got her oh, yeah, most yeah, yeah. positive for the gay. I need it. Wait, wait. Before we do that, let's show. Let, where's that picture, Brass? Oh, where is please, it? Give there it, to it you. is. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Cheers. Tiff, who was your most? What was your most positive takeaway from the game? <clears throat> We got a little mo mo. Okay. Listen, I've been killing him, but that's you know, how positive she can get. <laughs> you know, I mean, he didn't do much on the offensive end, but he did it on the defensive end. Listen, he was engaged. He was moving. His feet were moving. His hands were active. He was out there. I'm not. I'm not gonna kill him tonight. He was out there. <laughs> I mean, Jeremy Grant. He was playing Jeremy Grant. He did drop twenty seven. Let me jump in real quick there, Pesh, because I I agree with Tiffany on this, is that I thought Mo Harkless would be what Jeremy Grant was tonight. Like, I I thought, not that he would drop 27, but I thought he would be that kind of player. So I I agree with you. What about his career has ever made you think that he would be? (laughs) Well, what about Jeremy Grant's career? (laughs) Mo Harkless, like I told you, I watch college basketball. I got a a soft spot in my heart. He went to St. John's. That year that he came into the league, he was raw coming into the league. Like he he was a dude that had a lot of like 
He's upside for him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Mo, Mo was Mo had. Listen, we we have talked about how many times Mo has had games zero 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 and zero with with seven minutes, yeah. four turnovers, and eight fouls. Like tonight, he had three points. He made his one lone three pointer, three rebounds. Yeah. Uh, no, two re- two rebounds, three assists, two steals, a block, and he was second in the team in plus mm-hmm. minus. What I will tell, t- he ahead. put up the most resistance. To Jeremy Grant on the team of anybody that played. KZ played his four minutes. KZ looked bad against Jeremy Grant tonight. I, I really don't think we could we can judge KZ a lot off of those minutes tonight. But Mo played Jeremy Grant very well, and he was in there for most of the runs that got the Heat in front and gave and gave them separation. Well, Mo also started out at the three. So when they put him in, they put him at the three. I think being in the right position gave him a little bit more confidence where he felt he could be more active on the court. So Mo I, with the triple single. I'm still trying to figure out where and what part of Mo Harkless' career you figured he was going to come to Miami and give you 18-10. No, 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 no. I think he's going to give you 18-10. But I thought the way that you – we're on here right now. I'm so shocked that y'all are lauding Jeremy Grant like this, like – Jeremy Grant is a really glorified we're role player. Lauding, he had a good game, bro. I mean, bro, we're ta- no, no, we're we're lauding him because we're like, oh my gosh, he did a great job against Jeremy Grant. Like, he's a top fifteen scorer yeah. in the league right now. But he also was like the eighth man in what's Denver last because year. He comes, look how many people Denver had. They was just playing everybody. That's kind of my point. Like he just he looking raw against he looking raw against us. Bo Harkless wouldn't be doing this in Detroit. I tell you, yeah, you you're exactly right. That's my disappointment. <laughs> I thought Mo Harkless would fit into the way we play. Like I thought he would be a backdoor cutter kind of guy, like a slasher who you could catch in. You know what I'm saying? Somebody driving, hand. he's coming. I I didn't just I didn't anticipate all that. I thought he could give us a good strong, you know, ten, you know, twelve points, but. Nah, you, you it ain't looking like right. that. Scott think- Prince, if that's your, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's your reason. But it's interesting though. Over the summer, you hear that like he he turned down more offers to come here on the promise yeah. that he was going to have like a significant role in what we do, and but he he started. I don't know like who lied in, in that him. transaction, huh? They didn't lie to him because they made him the star. He started like what the first four games. Mm-hmm. I think Shavon need to go out and come back in. Yeah, yeah. They gave him. They gave him an opportunity. Yeah. To go, but but you know, it's just showing that his game. I thought he had the right game for it because to play with, like if you look at a lot of the guys who get off for us, Kendrick Nunn is his best when he's got three, four dribbles at the top of the key on that pick and roll. He can go either way and pull up. Tyler Hero, pull up jump shooter. Uh, Duncan Robinson, catch and shooter. I thought that Mo Harkless would be a guy who could just slash, you know what I'm saying? Fill open spaces, catch and do something. But but who is doing that, and I wish he would have done that from the first quarter, is Bam. When well, Bam was going to be elbow, Yeah, right. when he catches at the elbow, I'm like, cuz, like, you don't have to wait till the third quarter to get your little jab step, you know, jumper off. Like, my positive for tonight, and then I'm going to go straight into Bam Slander because. I hold this man in high regard. He's a max player, so he, he needs sure both. he needs the praise and he also needs the criticism. But my man came through with 28, 11, and 5 tonight, two steals and a block. All right, so at the end of the game, fourth quarter, hitting jumpers, hitting free throws, clutch free throws, and that's something that needs to be said for Bam. 
the fact that, you know, at the end of a game, last possession, your center can get a rebound, get fouled, and go down to the other side and hit two free throws. And you're not even worried about him. Like, my man can shoot the free from can shoot free throws. That jumper is nice right now, but I'm starting to think he's relying on the jumper too much. And there are too many times during the game where he is passive. And I think some of like, and Jimmy Butler does this too, right? Um, He, he gets passive during that points during the game, gets to the rim and passes out. And we have a few plays of some of the things that our complaints about Bam uh, and Brass. I don't know if you have these queued up where he's, He's getting to the rim or getting a shoulder in front of a guy like Mason Plumley, and instead of going all the way to the basket, getting fouled as out. a good free throw, he's kicking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, it's, uh, Brad. It's, the, it's, a, it's a- all right. Can't take Mason Plumley off the dribble. It's okay. Oh, you're you're the paint. Oh, look, Maharpas. Oh, noted rim defender. Mason Plumley got to kick it back out. What the fuck are you doing? Hand up as he enters the paint. He didn't even call for it. No, <laughs> because he doesn't. He doesn't have a post game. That's that's. He's not a post that's player. A, that's an NBA problem, man. Right now, here's the difference: when you're playing the Pistons, you don't need it. Get that damn ball and go to the hole. Go that's and NBA, That's go a big right. man problem. It's not just Bam, and that's if you watch Joel and B play, he's he, you see him taking jumpers no for for mm-hmm. no fucking reason, but man. Like he what has a back to the basket game. But he Joel has a back to the basket very, game. It's not very good though. Even even he has If you can get somebody on your shoulder and get into the paint, they're gonna foul you. It doesn't matter. My thing is if he if he has a free run and we have another one. You have a free run to the rim. You got your shoulder pass, Mason Plumley, and look what happens. Go ahead, Brass. Oh, wrong one. Go ahead. That's the same clip. Let me pull it up. Let me hang. <laughs> keep talking. <laughs> I think Bam 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 is not going to be your. He he he's a, a hybrid player, so you got to give him those little jump shots. They got to be around 10, 15. Like he's got to look to take those. That's all bigs now, man. I just feel like it's yeah. an NBA problem. No, it they is. Change, man. They all want to just – everybody wants to shoot. Yeah. The issue that but I have – with, go ahead, Siobhan. I, I feel like the hybridization, though, can't just be just – it needs to be a, a, a steady dose of one aspect of the offensive repertoire and the other. It can't just be um, finesse uh-huh. and jump shots. Like – yeah. Okay. So he has he has that mid range. He has that pull up. We got that. But even as a, a stretch four or whatever, you do you need like a uh, face up. You don't have to have a back to the basket. Face up and attack these dudes. He is quick off the off mm-hmm. the first step. He's twitchy. There's no reason for him to to be just gifted so much space. They are disrespecting the fuck out of him every single yeah, time he steps on the floor, and it's He's embarrassing. It's nauseating to watch. He's getting that, that early Giannis treatment. He's getting that early. They they like, let me see what you're But he killed him with that jumper. But my thing is, yeah. let that jumper set up some drives to the rim for you. You are bit you are faster and in, in, in some cases stronger are, than these big right. slow motherfuckers that are guarding you. you but let's are think more about agile you. than these big bitches. But the big yeah, the, the big man, they don't the big man doesn't play like the big man used to play. Like the shack game is, is over. Like But they, we're not asking for the shack game. I'm on, I'm asking I'm asking uh, Bam for the game. Jimmy game. But here's what but we forget man. about Bam sometime. Bam, when he was at Kentucky, he was a role player. 
he came last year. He was a super glorified best case scenario role player. What we're talking about is a mentality. Like, like I, when I texted you during the game, this yeah. is one of those games. Yeah. There's a lot of COVID games where if you a guy like what Jeremy Grant is doing, if I'm on a team, people are sick, <laughs> stuff is happening, nigga. I'm getting off. Like you talking about Jeremy Grant, the COVID All Star, right? Now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's what. But this is T.J. Warren, precious man, that's precious. T.J. Warren, I mean, oh, you 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 supposed to go. You supposed to get off, dog. That's why Tyler Hero is like leading everything for us. When when the roster is depleted, why not? You getting millions of dollars. You on TV. It's Martin Luther King Day. Come through and and, and wreck my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, but Bam is in his mind. That didn't come even into his mindset until so he the needs to have half he needs game. to have uh, the starberries, the starberry mentality. Yeah, yeah. But isn't that what we? I find that funny sometimes. Like we laud dudes who are like that, like like Kobe and them and Dame Lillard, like these killer killer dudes. But then. Every now and then, you got to be able, like what Siobhan was saying about if you got like you got to have a balanced skill set, you also got to be able to be like, hey, look, like I'm gonna be the man tonight, cuz like yeah. if you've ever been on any team where you looked around and you're like, oh snap, I might low key be the best person here. Like, I've never had know, that problem, <laughs> not even on Chris, podcast. Yo, I could just imagine you in like middle school with that game and you look, around, oh, you yes, was, you was like, oh, shit, I'm I'm the best nigga out here, middle school. <laughs> Everything. Summer. Remember, okay, we, we do have. It's over, nigga. It's over. We do have the we have we have the clip of Bam uh, when he got the shoulder pass Plumley, and these these are the plays where I want to see Bam just go ahead and take advantage Please, of his athleticism. Over. We've been talking. Is this the? Oh look, Bam's got a layup. What the fuck are you doing? Didn't even look at the basket. He's not. He's didn't even to, look he, at it. Yo, we should start doing commentary during the game. That was great. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. If you Bro, catch the ball that low throw, and you, you get it to the it out. you got to go to the basket. But let you always get an extra pass shit now, man, because they're always looking for the higher percentage. Well, that's shot. what I was about to say. Let me play devil's advocate right there. three is not the higher percentage if you at the basket already. I understand that. They're always making the extra pass. But on that particular play, Bam gets by him. He's in a kind of awkward position. That was going to have to be a super finesse layup. Not if he was looking at the basket. Not if he was looking at the basket. Exactly. Siobhan, you said yeah, he's moving he too was drifting fast. towards a three-point line. Before, before. Yeah. When he caught it, he before knew he was going to pass it. He was already ready to exactly. pass it when he caught it. He, he okay. never thought. So Chris, he, was, he was moving too slow or too fast. This this is Siobhan's clip. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, argue this one. Argue what, <laughs> like, argue this shit. Why didn't he take it to the, to the hole in the bonus at this point? Let's go. Oh, they weren't in the bonus. Never mind. Drip drop, by the way, from Moose. Moose is here. Drip drop. Oh yeah, I remember this play. So, oh my. Oh, so yeah. it breaks down and then like yeah. eventually reforms itself. And, he's still and they not still looking have to go. a chance, nope. and they still and he's still not looking to get to the basket, man. What's up? And now we got three seconds, and it's this like gorgeous finesse, graceful ass jump shot. But why did it have to be all of that? Mm-hmm. It really didn't. And my thing is. Something like uh, Frankie was arguing with me. I, I want to show that clip again because Frankie was arguing with me that Plumlee isn't the only guy in front of him. Yes, there are other P- Pistons guys and Piston players in front of him. There's only one guy now, with a chance to stop him. Right. There's only one. When he got to exactly. half court, 
he was supposed to accelerate. And if, yep. if what happens is the rest of the Pistons collapse, right here is him, where he really got to get it right yeah, there. This, this is, then, I don't know what the fuck's happening right here. And then even as Kelly drifts out to the left, Bam still has see, that like straight line down the middle. That was a mess. Jesus that, Christ. Yeah, that's when you, you need a point guard. You beat the Pistons with that trash. But, but, but what you, what you guys up. are saying about Bam, though, it's just it's just the mentality has changed. Everybody's looking for he's looking for the shooter at that point. He's looking but he's for the also, three point shooter. He's also playing what I think is his ultimate role in his team. Like he looks at himself as the hub, the fulcrum. You know what I'm saying? Like he don't look at himself as the go to guy. He's like, my job is to be here so y'all can cut off me. Still, he's still looking for the like open the go to guy. Shot. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's getting paid the like the go to. You get paid like the go-to guy. Even so, here's my thing. Even so, even even if you want to set up your teammates, the way you set up your teammates there is take one to two more dribbles, let the the defense collapse, and then then Kelly had. But you bailed you bailed out because Blake Griffin took one half-hearted step towards (laughs) you. You passed it. First of all, E. Reed been killing Blake Griffin all game. Told you this nigga got no knees. He told you. <laughs> all night. Everyone's been trying to tell you. Yeah. Blake Griffin's wash. Blake Griffin takes a step towards Bam Adebayo, and that the threat of that athleticism has him passing it off to Kelly Olynyk on the well, break. It's not even that athleticism. Part of it is he not comfortable with his. He's not comfortable with his full game yet. Like. He ain't really there yet. Well, he can he catch just, it. I mean, he, he should be that. That I think that's a cop because he should be a little bit more comfortable than that. Like Alf, Alf is right. He should have gone. He should have gone. Alf and Tiff. All, all of you. Everybody said the same thing. We all. We all correct. He should have taken that further. But we've and we've seen it. We've seen yeah. it, Parrish. When he does it, it's effective. Even in the kick, even in the pass out to Kelly, Kelly still finds a way to create what ends up being like a three-on-one situation, like a really bad weave, and he still does not take that straight line dive to the basket. Like there are mm-hmm. a lot of those types of stuff. Like just the same types of instances that just keep happening. But it's there sloppy. Is, it's sloppy. I mean, and, and they're playing, the Heat have been playing sloppy for what, the past eight, eight, nine games? I mean, it's been a minute since I've seen a really clean I mean, game. the whole season. Did they have uh, 27 turnovers the game before last or two mm-hmm. games ago? They they've but had twenty happens, turnovers in a bunch of games. in heat seasons. The Heat go through this in their seasons, and and Eric Spoelstra goes has this happen to his team. I, well, say say Spoelstra you get a little time. No way, stop, 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 stop. No, no, say it the way you. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a Spoelstra. You know what I'm Nick saying? Got a, Nick got a whole degree saying Spoelstra. <laughs> I'm a college dropout. Spumoni. <laughs> I have to always say in my mind, people call him Spo, Coach Spo. I'm like, Coach Spo. That's Spole. Um, there is a play that. I'm ahead, sorry, there's a play that Brass does have where we can move on from Bam, where that does show why Bam is still a max player. You got that, Brass? Once again, you got him guarding a perimeter player. Sent that shit the fuck back. That D kept it in pause. Kept it in bounds like Ewick, uh, like Tony used to say. Keep it in bounds, Ewick. But I mean, that's the reason Bam is a max player. Is yes, he has the offense. He has some offensive skill set. There's a lot of things that he can grow into. But at the end of the day, your 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 center can go out on Jeremy Grant. Guard him on the perimeter up. and lock him at lock his ass mm-hmm. the fuck up like he did Jason Tatum in the playoffs. Yeah. So 
I really want people to understand that I'm not saying Bam doesn't deserve his contract. But what I will do is, like we say on Lysian Opinions, yeah, we voted for Biden, but we're going to hold his feet to the fire mm -hmm. now that he's see, in office. But see, honestly, like we're getting on Bam, but I think it, it needs to be more on the coach in this situation. Like that coach, that's Spo, man. He's got to get in his ear and be like, hey, I need you to do this. I need you to go. I mean, because we're assholes on the couch talking coaching from the sidelines. Like where, where's Spo? Like where's Spo at? I think that's already happened. I think it happened last year. I think it's happening now. But he's got to put it together. Mm -hmm. it's, it's you know it happens he when will. you want it to happen. Nobody can will. make it. I want to give. Uh, I, we I'm know a, that I'm happened. A... That happened in that contract meeting. There's no way the right. contract was discussed without the implication that all right, like we you have our, our full back end. Like have to Bam put it is all a, together. There's no Bam way he doesn't a, know that he has that. Bam is a boxer who who knocks people out with body shots. Like if you like, he's not a you know you got your boxers who come out they head hunt and they clean people or whatever. Like the the block right. on Tatum, the, the clip that you just showed, he's going to be that kind of star. He ain't gonna come out and just you know what I'm saying. He's gonna he's gonna wow you with these these little things, and he gets the money because at least in that one instance, he proved that my those little things can win you a ball game. And and when you were a playoff series by extension, you feel me? So I don't want to rag on Bam about that either. But I'm I'm I look at the basketball game. I'm looking I'm looking for player development. That's what I, one of the things I like to watch with it. And I see him developing. He is. But he is. all these clips that we yeah. pointed out are just these little instances where it's not natural yet. Like that that but, clip that that Siobhan showed, like Siobhan showed, he is he's thinking about it. And that's why he's not moving to it. He's not even noticing that Plumlee isn't playing up on him because right. he's he's so in the, all right, let me move to next read, next read. He's not yet on the full instinct on the offensive end. What, okay, so like we, this is what I think a responsible fan, and if you want to call us analysts, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Uh, irresponsibly, what you do is, yes, you laud the guys for the positives, but you still call out the negatives. We're not True. calling them trash. Right. Um, like or like E. Reed was calling Blake Griffin trash all <laughs> really night. Was. And that, uh, that's my next thing I want to go around the horn with. <laughs> but before we do that, y'all start uh, sending questions. We're going to start taking questions for the last 10 minutes. Um, remember, follow Light Skin Opinions on Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube page. That's me, Chris and Parrish. We had mm -hmm. Siobhan on LSO Sports the other day. We're gonna have Tiff on. Uh, we you know, we break down pop culture, politics, music, culture, everything. Um, it's uh it's not safe for work. Don't let your kids listen to it. But uh we, we have a good time with that show. If you if you enjoy this, you'll enjoy light skin, light skin I, opinions. I started posting it on YouTube, and there's a section where we post, is this for children? And I have to check no. Yeah. So, yes. We're not for kids. So yeah, it's not for down. kids. There's a lot of n bombs, f bombs, uh, a lot of bombs on the, that show. But yeah. Uh, Speaking of bombs, you were Blake Griffin. You were saying? Okay, so we're gonna go around wrong answers only. What did Blake Griffin do to Eric Reed? That guy that has him so can upset I, started with first? Parish. Can I go first? He yeah. fucked his daughter. He had to fuck his daughter because. Dang. Jesus Christ. Wait. 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 This, is, wait. this is why you go. Night, bro. All roast <laughs> All night. Roast. Roasting him. Bro, we've had episodes of Lysic and Opinions where we ain't roast each other like he roasted this <laughs> He was like, he straight up was like, this nigga's trash. No offense. 
but this nigga's garbage at basketball. Yeah. Now. He pulled up a diagram. Uh, he pulled up a yeah. diagram like, yeah, but he, his best season was his first season, but it's been a downhill road ever since. I'm like, God, damn. <laughs> he, he been doing this since Saturday. Yeah. Every time that nigga touched the ball, he, oh, this nigga used to be good, but he's straight up garbage now. Like, every time. I'm going to give you a real world Eric Reed conspiracy theory. You know how Eric Reed and them be down here doing all these Drip like. Drip dropped on his daughter. <laughs> Uh, that's disgusting, and this is why Tuna likes good opinions. Eric Reed is always throwing these little galas and stuff down here, you know. Like you watch the Sun Sports broadcast in the halftime show, it's always him doing something. I feel like he booked, you know, Blake Griffin was supposed to donate some money or something like that. He never shows up, and I can see Eric Reed on the phone. Blake, Blake, where are you? Where are you? He probably Griffin is. The bubble ass sneakers he be wearing, <laughs> not even size, just a he pair of size eighteen bubble <laughs> a pair of size eighteen British night. He sent Griffin. Eric Reed over like a used Kia Sportage. He's like, here, auction this off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. no, no, no. <laughs> Shimon, you like got it one? was almost it was almost wasn't professional anymore. It was no, it was it was, it was like, professional. It was borderline yeah. almost unprofessional. No, it wasn't. It was, it, it, he told he said that man was old as hell, and then it says he's the oldest thirty-one year old I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said no disrespect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's when you knew it was disrespect. <laughs> and then he brought up Derrick Rose. He was like, Derrick Rose has had injury struggles too, but look at him tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. move. He's had more fouls than points tonight. I'm like, Jesus. He's like, this broke down ass nigga can't do shit. Jesus. I'm telling you, Blake Griffin, oh that man something off. Oh, or he man. hit him with the he hit him with the coming to America, you know, that scene where Eric LaSalle throws the milkshake at Eddie Murphy. Like, take care of this. <laughs> he, he, thought, he thought Eric Reed was a towel boy. He's like, here you go, Eric. Like, Eric Reed came out to him like, I'd like to get some uh, comments before the game. And he was like, take my spit down, man. <laughs> Go watch these draw. By the way, that is, like one the most, cup, man. that is one of the most disrespectful scenes in all movies, and I love it. Because the milkshake that he throws at Eddie Murphy, like, that cup is already, like, soggy. Like, it's like the worst cup ever because it bursts on impact. Imagine like, somebody threw a milkshake at you. That's smiling. <laughs> Oh man! Blake Griffin threw a milkshake at that man. <laughs> I need to take some questions. Okay, Shavon, you get the first question because we we didn't even get to the uh, we didn't even get to your wrong answer. Only if he lost today, how many of y'all would be hitting the panic button? Would you be hitting the panic button, Shavon? I mean, I don't know if I'm calling it panic because I've been saying the same things. Like, I, yeah, if they would have lost it, they would have been just a, a further highlighting of all of the things that I feel like I felt about them for a little while now. Too much panic ensued in me. I would have just been like, yeah, no, this is what we are. This is what we look like. So we should have lost. Like, we shouldn't have had to play them that close, even with Jimmy and Tyler out. I think with a win, we're hitting the panic button, Chris. Um, I'm not hitting the panic button. Yeah, y'all, y'all ain't been. Yeah, I'm not hitting the panic button. Like this team, the team that played tonight is 
is our G League All Star team. You know what I'm saying? Like some of these dudes would never see the court if 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 we had our proper team. You feel me? Like no, KZ the court. I mean, like, like the thing, honestly, we only missing Jimmy. I was gonna say we weren't that far <laughs> off from our full our full strength team. We we overachieved last year. I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna get in trouble talking like this on on the, on the show, but we overachieved a little bit last year. Like, so well, we know I, that I, my expectations are not the same. Like my expectations for this team are different, especially because I honestly I don't feel like we're as good as we were last year. Uh, we lost Jay Crowder, which was but a big that's loss. only because our last memory of last year is what happened in the bubble. The the team that we're looking at right now, we had the same situation going on during the actual season, trying to figure out who was playing, trying to figure out the same like situation our, we in now. I Kendrick like we Nunn was our, year, but Kendrick Nunn nah. was our best player for like the first three months of the season. The la- last year, like regular season, they were they were one of the top two, three offenses in yeah. the league. Tyler, and, um, well, regardless of that, that, regardless of that there still was a sense of like incompleteness. That's Everyone true. else did get, but but we're not losing to that's those not, better teams. That's not true. Listen, let me say this: like people excited about this win tonight think that Biden being president is going to change anything. Like there's <laughs> systematic change that, like it's oh, shit has got to happen. It's got to happen. But, whatever. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Don't forget what happened last time was they took all of these disparate dudes, put them in one place, and they all jailed and they all bonded. Then. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We was happy. The season was over. Everybody went their separate ways. And now as they come back, it's not quite like the same. You feel me? Like there's, there's going to have to – the team is decent enough as it is to compete. But like Siobhan said, when you come, when you play in the Nets, I mean, come on, we, I don't, I'm going to have no fear of the Milwaukee Bucks whatsoever. I have no fear of really anyone else except the Nets. And You're it's going to take Milwaukee. Milwaukee got better. Uh, a little Milwaukee, bit. I don't Milwaukee even, got, I don't think they Milwaukee did. I got really better don't. And we got worse. Like it, but by yeah. increments, but by increments. But even if it's just the increments, I still feel as if we got the number on, we got the book on Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like we got the book on him. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. 
With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping, and the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Tiff, go ahead. Go ahead. All of this, all of this is predicated on Jimmy's Tom Thibodeau knees. That's what all of this is predicated on. That is true. It's too we're much. All, we're not acting like Jimmy ain't walking like Uncle Festa after right. games. We we put Jimmy gave us everything he had last season. Like yeah. Jimmy and yeah. I, I love Jimmy Butler, but I expect him to be on a on a downward decline for the rest of his career at this point. So we like I wonder if if sometimes some of this COVID stuff, um, like you can is just kind of a way to get let somebody get a little rest. You know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, look at you with a conspiracy we, theory. You no, know, you know, we contact trace you. Oh, right. because we contact trace you, just well, sit we, down for three we, we weeks. We can't afford rest. Two weeks, you know, I feel you. Well, that like, and this has been my argument all season long, right? What's our record? Uh we're four and six, four and something. That's Five and seven. Really to panic. It's ten games into That's, like. Yeah, it's yeah. not about panicking. It's, it's not, about yeah. it's about it's about realizing that there's issues with this team that I've been saying going into the season. Is that yeah. you, with a shortened offseason, you're relying too much on a guy like Jimmy Butler, who is oft injured, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, to beat the Pistons, because Boy. there's a couple injuries, you have to start going Dragic and play him 30 plus minutes. Like the, the Heat need another guy who can go and get you some buckets. Let me, and let me count that. The hero's still second. learning. He is. But if you remember at the beginning of last season, these were all the same problems. Kendrick Nunn was our best player. He was everybody thought that's he was not, world's best rookie. Yeah, it was true. Bro, I didn't say player. he was. I didn't say he was. He was leading, he was the highest scoring rookie for the first three months of the season. Yay or nay? Yay. Tyler Hero gets a lot of playtime. Why? Because we didn't have anybody else. So when you say we need another guy, we don't always need another guy. We had Jimmy sometimes what we need, at the beginning of last season. Bro, but they was not they were our best players. In my the other <laughs> people on here other than Parrish, Kendrick <clears throat> Nunn was averaging 25 plus for the first three months of the season. Yes, no, he wasn't. He wasn't one no, 25 he plus. He came he was out of, over like 18. None came out of nowhere. Oh my god, that was unexpected. Plus. You can't ex- you can't count but, on that. But that is my point. And none is falling y'all off. Talk about, but he's a player who we who he's a player who we acquired, who we developed. No. Okay, so, so everyone's not hit me with this. Oh, we need another guy. Sometimes you just need to let the game play out. Everyone needs to understand. Everyone needs to understand that everyone needs to understand that Christopher Maddox believes. That you should grow your own players. San Antonio. Like, you really he, should be a San Antonio fan. He's, gonna, he's, a, nigga, gonna, he's a nigga in Brooklyn trying to grow a tomato garden to feed his family. Like he's, he, right. he, he's homegrown, 
It, it, you, yeah. you, you do he, not shop around. Like you do yeah. not bring it. He he was against the you, you know, Me and you've had this argument he, before with the Heat. Because then what you end up doing, you end up chasing. For like, any player that becomes available, you end up chasing. Anybody who who you could get a small whiff of, you end up chasing around. Look how we following around behind the center, Bradley Beal. As if anybody's got any look how we chased around behind James Harden. Meanwhile, the players who are on our team, we acting like these people don't exist. And the ones who we love, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, these guys came up out the mud with us. Tyler Hero, of course, we drafted, but coming out of Kentucky, he wasn't supposed to be. Nobody thought he was going to be the guy who he is now, who's literally the linchpin of our fucking team. Y'all be rushing too much with the let's get another guy. Let's get another guy. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. getting another guy, getting another guy don't always work. I wouldn't guarantee. call him the linchpin of our team. I would <laughs> I say. Would oh my say, gosh. Y'all like, are so clowns. Like, <laughs> is he not leading the team in scoring minutes, assists, and all that stuff? Yeah, because no, he's the only one been healthy all year. He's not Therefore, Tim Duncan, he's bro. I need oh you to get over this. He's not our Y'all not know what the term linchpin means? It means whether it's anybody else. I don't want to use the term lynch at all on, no. on a day like. like honestly, to, he's not even to, he's not even to us what John Morant is to Memphis. Like no. he's just no. not. No. He's just not. No, he's not at all. But I, that's, I, that's, I, that's I, not, I like that's him. I like him. Terrible equivalency. Like he doesn't have to be that. Well, here did they get drafted the same year? A, but John Morant was like the number two player. It doesn't Tyler matter. And tip, I'm just tip. saying that's what yes. Chris wants him to be, though. He wants us to treat Tyler Hero like he's John Morant, and he's just not. Like we're not trading John Morant under any circumstances. Under any circumstances, you should never trade John Morant. Tyler Hero is tradable, and I love him, but he's tradable. No, he, he wants to act like he's not. He's a guy averaging 26. I don't even love him. He's tradable or not, Tiff? I want on this team who's untradable, in your opinion. Who's untradable? Bam and Jimmy. That's, That's it. it. Exactly. Because, because exactly. people would come there to play with Bam and Jimmy. Ain't nobody calling talking about, I want to line up next to Doug. Exactly. No. Exactly. No. The rest of them guys are tradable, bro. We like them. They do what you do. Be good for us. But if we can get somebody better, you got to go. It's, it's a, a guy. Y'all tell me who's lined up to come. Who? 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 Giannis re-upped. Who 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 else? Well, are we no, no, no. We're not like, saying. That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Like, who, you're confusing fan like fantasy right. trades with no, no, actual transactions. Like, it no, don't what? matter how much we like, you act like we hurting these niggas' my feelings question, my by coming was, up with shit in trade no, machines. No, no, no. We ain't talking about that. My question was, who y'all are talking about? We need somebody else. I'm saying, tell me who. That's we should what I'm get. Saying. I think. I think we should try who, to get Victor Oladipo. Like Rockets, I think Rockets going to try to move Victor Oladipo. We should they are going to move him because he's not staying. So we should, I think that he's and then you get Victor Oladipo, and Victor Oladipo is is a is a lateral move. Whoa, Whoa come, come on, come on. He is not a lateral move. Siobhan, he, Chris out here calling Victor Oladipo a lateral move. What did I say? Martin Luther just rolled over. Let's put it in context like this. How much more extra wins is Victor Oladipo going to get you on his team? Over who? Over who? Who are we trading to get him? Like, I'm not saying we have Whoever. Over Tyler Hero. We don't have to trade Tyler. I mean, we might have to, but it's not in the – we don't have to trade My point is whether you keep Tyler Hero or whatever, you add Victor Oladipo to the team you got right now, how many more wins are you getting with this How many wins Victor Oladipo would be our second most consistent score. Great. Fantastic. I'm asking you how many wins. Fantastic. He actually plays defense. He plays defense. 
He'd be the only guard on our team that could play a lick of defense outside of Avery Bradley. And I'm asking you again, how many wins that translate to, my G? I don't know what that quantifies. I don't know what that what that translates to. What that translates to is as far as wins. But you you cannot. There's no way that you believe that any move that would be made to acquire Vic will be a lateral move. And 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 okay. So even if that is what you do, okay. So then you don't. So then you package for for PJ. You get Vic and you get PJ and you get um the most the most potent of possible salves at both of your issues right now. You get a dynamic guard who can get who you can you get a dynamic guard who's going to give you buckets that will also give you tenacity and energy and effort defensively and you get a big stocky motherfucker who's going to sit in the corner and be consistent <laughs> with the three and can guard up. He gives you what Jay gave you and more, and then you bring that with Vic. That takes there. There's no way possible that even just Vic by himself is not a lateral move. And at that point, and, and it is still ten games in, but like the the issues that are are the issues, and something Correct. needs to be done. And right. I think that yeah. that the Vic plus PJ is the move. You asked Tiff who her untradeables were. My untradeables are. Jimmy Bam and for right now, one of KZ or Precious, one of the two of them is going to give you something else in length and size with the potential to fill out even more. Um, we've seen KZ, even in Spurs, yeah, against the Pistons, um, give you something a little more offensively. And we've seen what his defensive numbers look like. Uh, y'all, y'all one of the two of them. And at if this they got to go. But if they, they got to go, then they can go too. Let me ask y'all something. Quick, uh, this is a quick one. The, does Precious make sense in the starting lineup next to Bam? Is Bam shooting the threes? No. You know no. he's not. Then no. I, I, I'm concerned they can't play that. To have – and okay, I'm not – I'm talking about until Jimmy gets back. Oh, okay. Because they have – if you can't start uh, Kelly – um, Duncan and Tyler together, like right. it's, or you can't, or, or Gabe Vincent, or Kendrick <laughs> Nunn, or Orrin Drag. It's like it. There's too many. It's like three bad defenders, and you got Bam out there. Like what the fuck, my nigga? Like I can't do it all my damn. That's why, and I think that's part of the why Bam looks bad offensively because the defensive toll is too heavy on his shoulders sometimes. Like, does does it make sense to have Precious out there? Why Maybe not? they can get a rebound. I mean, you could Why definitely not? argue it depending on matchups, like who they're playing. Like, if you just wanted to go yeah. super athletic, scrappy, you know what I'm saying, running flying around, you could. You could make it happen. The offensive end, like Tiffy's saying, is where you're going to have a bit of a, a log jam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me just occupy the same space. The exact same space. Forget what you I said. Really that's, a that's a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> I don't know, but I think I think if you're gonna have one of them offensively, if you can have Bam stay down low, I think Bam needs to develop. He really needs to develop some post. There's gonna be two guys on Bam because who's gonna, who's gonna go out to guard Precious? They're gonna treat his ass like Ben Simmons. But I guess who who else is starting right now? Who else is starting right now with Kelly? Them? And you gotta guard Kelly on the right. perimeter because so, I think I think we need to open it up. Just have have shooters out there, man. Have Bam. I'm um, sorry. You have Duncan. Have Olenek and um, Drogic no. have them three out there. And you can't, you can't stuff. have, you can't have Kelly. And that's an Ole right to the rim. That's, that's an Ole to the rim. That's true. I'm just trying to think. Of, I was thinking offensively. 
because it was a dumb question. We're giving by up me. 300 points with Corbin. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's your starting line. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the L on I'm that. I'm trying one. to answer your question. That's right, I don't know why you guys should all just told me I was fucking stupid for even suggesting such a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Sure we got left because I'm out of I'm out of juice. Go ahead and make it go. We got about five minutes if you want to make a refill. I mean, I can get, um, get that in. Schmeeth and Schmolnick asks, Who is y'all? Y'all want this, this team to trade for Kevin Porter Jr. or not? Crazy, buddy? No. Schmeeth and be in the group chat. Is Schmeeth and Alex? Schmeeth and got to be in the group chat because they've been talking about that shit all day. I didn't know he was. Listen, I, I didn't know who the kid was, and I didn't know he was wilding out like that. Yeah, he, he he's a yeah. high drafted dude. He, he supposed another one supposed to have a lot of great potential and one of them tweener guys. But I don't know, man. You getting kicked off teams, you crashing cars, you flipping whips. Like yeah. I don't know, I, son. Throwing cans of soup. You know, back in the day in the nineties, <laughs> they would have sent him to Houston to work with John Lucas. You know, what I mean? <laughs> John Lucas would tell him about his years of being on dirt, on drugs. And that would change his life. But nowadays, I don't know who fills that role now. You ch- who do you, you send your knuckleheads to now? You sent him to Udonis Haslam. Oh, well, yeah. But then yeah, but they yeah. still got Deion Waiters taking gummies on plays. <laughs> the new, generation, the new wow. generation hit different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I done been yeah. in clubs with Udonis Haslam, so it's hard for me to you know take advice. I'd be like, I seen you, nigga. I know that you do what you out here doing. Anyway. You see this question in here. Uh, KZ looks good when he plays. Uh, why doesn't does. Spo? You know, he does. Do y'all think we put in too much into KZ out Paula? Like, because we've been so interested to see him play? Into I mean, right. I feel you. That's our hope. You know bucket. me. I'm all about developing the young people, but I'm, I'm also <laughs> that's our hope bucket. I also don't want to put too much on him that he can't, you know, that he can't bear. Man, at so. some point, this is your job. Show the fuck up. No, that's true. I'm sorry. At some point, like tonight, he had foul trouble. I get it. Yeah, you sound like you're giving that advice to Kyrie Irving. Well, <laughs> go to work. Parish went to refill the drink. I did. You gave me the green light, bro. We we just had uh, Twisted Tapioca give five tier one subs. Oh, oh shit! You, not done done that tonight. <laughs> you ain't gonna get us fucked up tonight. Out. Give that Wait, shout, out. shout out, Twisted Tapioca. Went. <laughs> Go ahead. Tiffany, gonna take a drink. Uh, I'm done over here. I, that's why I refill. What are we doing? We missed it. See. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead, right, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna right. with a full glass. I did. I'm gonna I mean, make yeah. another drink. Chris, you're hosting the show. Um, y'all don't want me hosting the show. You Goodness got it. Gracious. You got the wheels. You got the wheels bro. <laughs> so let's. But we haven't talked about it all about the Martin Luther King aspect of the day, and I kind of thought we were going to try to slide that in there a little bit. One thing I liked about the Heat broadcast, and it kind of made me upset a little bit upset for you know the country and stuff did y'all see alonzo morning talking about the whole struggle of turning it of making it and i've heard that story and i know that john mccain opposed it i know that a lot of really prominent politicians fought it on the grounds that it would be bad for business but i appreciate the miami heat i'm like for them telling that story on a national on a broadcast day you know such as this and it made me feel like maybe they got some decent people in that Fox Sports, whoever arranged all of that, 
But um, I think that's Loki. Every time I hear that story, that's fucked up. That you wouldn't want to give Martin Luther King like a holiday, you know, like you know what I mean? Like um, McCain, McCain fought that for as long as he could. As long, yeah, people forget I mean, that. You know what I'm saying? He was he was old as shit, past thirty one. <laughs> <laughs> past, and I mean, there, there's still cities out there that fight giving Martin Luther King a, a street. Like, I That's that. what Mar uh, Morning said that in the thing. He was like, South Carolina was the last state. And I'm like, mm -hmm. South Carolina, like, really? And then Alabama and Mississippi on the same day, you know, they celebrate, like, uh, the Confederate generals and whatnot. And I'm just like, my goodness. You know, and so, but I appreciated the heat for putting that in their broadcast. Because I think it's real easy just to be like, here's another little, you know, vignette of who Martin Luther King was and blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? And gloss over a lot of the other things that much like Muhammad Ali, this man wasn't fully accepted until until it became okay decades and decades later. 86, I didn't know that. 80, 1986 was the first year uh, that it became, that was two years after I was born. It's crazy. <laughs> like, like, damn, that's when it became a holiday, an official holiday. Was welcome to being black in America, where you walk around and any any given day you can learn something that have you be like, oh wow, damn, that shit just happened. It's, <laughs> I was it's, not, it's not in your textbook. It's not in your textbook. It's not. But in a so Alfred, I don't know if you heard us while you were off and getting reinebriated, but um, we were talking about actually trying to talk about MLK on MLK Day slate of games um, and talking about Alonzo Mourning's little thing where he, you know, talked about how the holiday was put together. I I, I think the NBA is, um, is one of the closest that you can get to where um, it's not the, I have a dream speech, but a, a closest you can get to like a meritocracy to where like we actually get to participate fully. And, um, I feel like they have to do it because of capitalism, because we're going to watch these games. We're going to buy these shoes. You know, black culture is basketball culture, basically. But um, I always enjoy the MLK Day games because of that. Anybody else can join in and say what y'all want to say. Wait, what happened? What, what did you turn my show into? <laughs> Nigga, this is <laughs> that jersey is so fresh, but I keep seeing this kid. Is he a real basketball player? Yes. Yeah. 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 Haven't, haven't heard her. He plays for the for the for the hall. Oh, I thought it was like a joke the first four times I saw it. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> P, you knew that kid was a real basketball player. P, you ain't know that nigga. Well, maybe that's the first time I've seen a picture all day, so I'm not. I'm not even no, the Atlanta I'm Hawks like, put that picture out as like we got three days to MLK Day, like and like to celebrate, like you know Martin Luther King Day, and it was like everyone was like they put the whitest boy on their team. No, no, not the whitest boy on the team, no, the whitest person in the history of Earth. <laughs> I know, like Siobhan, I know what they were doing. We got three right. days left. They could have skipped right. three. We could have just started keeping count at yeah. two or whoever. <laughs> like, like, why they, couldn't Trey Young do this? They literally sent a jersey to the Pope. They did. <laughs> no joke. No joke. They no, really yeah, did. I saw the and he blessed it was, and everything. An MLK jersey? Yeah. You yeah. Know, super performative. It has Francis on the back and number one, and he like went and blessed it and did. I'm not going to yeah, do this. I don't know what they do with their hands, but he did what whatever they do. And like, yeah, they sent him a whole. I did not ever see him with it. 
It is some wild shit. Like, is that what you aspire to be when you become a Catholic priest? Is that like what you aspire to be the Pope? Well, he had he had a summit, right? He he hosted like five of them over the summer to come talk about social injustice yeah. and, and, and how he and the Vatican. No, no five, five. Yeah, niggas like, in, in the league. Players. So he's um, like this course is coming. Five players. Players. You say five niggas in the league. Just <laughs> no, no, no. Like five players. Who was the dude from um? <laughs> Minnesota, who like got actually like who was arrested and like had, uh, yeah. oh, yeah, like it was a group of them that went and talked to Pope mm. Francis about. I bet, I bet Gordon Hayward tried to get on that trip. And the Pope said, I appreciate all that little stuff, though, you know what I'm saying, especially because we were talking about it. You know, do all of that, you know what I'm saying, whether it's performative, whether it means anything or not, right? Do all of that, you feel me, like keep this man name ringing in culture as long as possible. And, you know, so bless whatever jerseys you need to bless, you know, get the buddy from Hoosiers to come and take a picture with the MLK shirt. Yeah. Do all of that. You know what I mean? I'm here for all of it. Y'all, y'all know how I feel about the co-opting of Martin Luther King and what this, what this damn holiday, this holiday has been meant to pacify Negroes, but we won't go into um, we won't go into that tonight. This is for this is for light skin opinions, but I just want to like I, I feel like Martin Luther King Day was a bigger deal when I was younger, and it could be because I was from a smaller town with you know I don't know. Like, no, it like, definitely was. It was here okay. too, uh, and maybe it's just because of the kind of parents you. Because I was always at MLK Day parades. Parade, you know what yeah. I was there. I, yeah, my mom well, did that heavy. It's COVID, and you was a jit. Like you had a color in a picture of Martin Luther King. Like what are you doing now? Is you forty? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing now? Like, it's Martin Luther King Day. I I got it. My girl got a day off and we went to quarter deck. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't do nothing super black or nothing. We just you gotta do nothing super <laughs> black, but y'all also don't have no little young people under y'all charge. You if know I had I mean? if I had if I had jits today, believe me, we wouldn't talk about none of the shit, none of the MLK <laughs> quotes that go on TV. I'm like, here's his quote about socialism, son. Mm. Uh read that, right. you know. Because, but that's uh, what's been good about today on the social media front. It's just there's been a lot of sharing of the, the all the color, the pictures, the pictures that are in color. Like nigga, this yeah. shit wasn't that long ago. I'm it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Every it color or in color picture of Martin, I'm seeing. I'm boosting. Yeah, I saw that. Like I saw somebody else say that, and I I, I was like, absolutely. Let me for all, share for all the really great stuff on social. There's also like this. Yeah, fuck us. Yeah, I still I, I yeah. Jeez. Them, the yeah. fucking beautiful. Get them out of here. I saw the same thing with Kaylee McEnany and all these. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, that's why, listen, that's why, just to, when they have the MLK Day slate of games, um, I don't know if I should appreciate it as much as I do, but I do. Like, I don't know if I should be like, ah, oh, this is just some old flim flam, you know what I'm saying? A marketing tool. Or should I should I actually like you know what I'm saying? Because I do feel like <laughs> you sounded so old. <laughs> I think that was a good that was a good one. Flim flam, so flim and hogwash. What's interesting sometimes on the MLK Day on the broadcast is like the cities that they'll have playing against each other. Yes, like they'll have the like Memphis against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm like oh, those are pretty you know culturally yeah. significant <laughs> cities. Like okay, I see yeah. what you did there. That was mm-hmm. cool. Like, don't do Boston versus Atlanta. Like, hey, Boston, y'all sit down tonight. Utah (laughs) should never play on MLK. It'd be like Boston versus DC. Yeah, but as as long as Utah say the fuck off my TV that day, 
Boston versus Utah. Oh, wow. That looked so nasty. It looked like the Rioters versus the National I mean, we didn't talk about that, but I mean, the game was supposed to start at, what, 2.30 originally? And they, they shut it, pushed it back to 8? It was supposed to start at 3. Mm-hmm. That was a COVID Yeah, it was a COVID situation. Uh, there was know, everything's a COVID situation. They couldn't right? get enough. Uh, you know what? Let, let's end the last five minutes because we haven't really talked about this much on light skin opinion. How do y'all feel about the NBA even going forward this season? We had a, we had a week last week where the Heat were playing with a bunch of G League guys, Tyler Hero. They had an mm-hmm. assistant coach suit up, um, and they lost they two called, games. They called me, but I was out of town. Yeah, they, Siobhan was about to go out there and go out there, drop 30. And uh, I bet you if they did, Siobhan would be like, I'm shooting this thing. I'm jacking it. Chris Quinn is out of here. Chris Quinn got three minutes in overtime. Um, what are y'all I, – I, Chris, Wait, real quick, before, you, before we get to the South, because I, I don't know if we're going to end on this, we got to talk about a lot of these uh, gifting of uh, Tier 1 subs. We got oh, Bain go ahead. Hype, yes, please. Bain please, Hype please. Uh, donated one. Uh I can be your hero. Gifted one. Uh, we got uh, Brian M. Gifting five tier one subs. Vain mm, hype did an, uh, another one. Sorry if I'm being too vague here. Uh, and then best thing he's done in a while. Uh, G Novice gifted a, a tier one sub. <laughs> so thanks, G Novice. But props what, what are to we G for you? finally doing some. These are subscriptions P because I had no idea. These are subscriptions <laughs> okay. to Twitch. Uh, oh. These are why. These you are how these we subscriptions to other people. Yeah, and these are, right. this is how we get paid. So we have to, we want subscriptions. So. It's like sharing your stick That's cool. Do I have subscriptions to give away? Like, am no, I sitting you, over here subscription rich? I could just. You have to pay for it. Niggas off with subscriptions. Well, if you got, oh, everybody who doesn't know, if you have Amazon Prime, you get a free Twitch subscription. So, oh, really? yeah, night, and check out Nightbot. It tells you in the chat how to do it. You go through gaming.prime.amazon. I did it. If I could figure it out my old ass, everybody can figure it out. You get a free subscription. Subscribe to Miami Heat Beat on Twitch. Um, you're helping us get paid and support the channel. And you're helping us give you great content like this. An hour after a uh, shitty game against the Pistons. We still going strong with, let's see how many viewers. I'm still with 130 132. viewers. 132. We had like 187 at one point. Oh, yeah. We was we was doing it big. Then I walked away and Chris started talking about <laughs> the cultural impact of Martin Luther King on basketball. That's what I do, bro. That's exactly <laughs> what I do. All those people that left were racist. That's <laughs> Damn well, straight. Numbers, numbers shoot back up. Uh, and g says... G Dallas says he's commissioning emotes this week. So I don't know if anyone understands what that means. Apparently, emotes are a huge thing on Twitch. Like, if you are a subscriber, you get special emotes. Like, he's going to make one of me doing this. um, And you can only get it if you're a subscriber. That's a huge thing on Twitch. The young people love it, Chris. They do. It's provocative. We don't know what it is. It's provocative. Tim Tim doesn't know what it means, but it gets the people going. It gets the people going. (laughs) Uh, Free advertising. You get goodie most people want to sub. Listen, y'all sub, subscribe, subscribe, because we're going to be doing LSO Sports basically this show once a week outside of Hangover Time. I don't know if Moose is still out here, but Drip Drop. Drip drop. <laughs> Who can do a good moose impression? Drip drop. <laughs> I can't get I gotta hold it. 
Uh, uh, you guys keep subscri- subscribing. Tiffany will be in a, in a more Harkless jersey. Hey. That shit is gonna happen. The day he what, once he scores ten points, we're getting her a more Harkless jersey. That's what it was. That's yeah. Cold. That nigga has oh even. He has not I sniffed ten points. <laughs> he couldn't spell it. No, he couldn't. Yeah, he's nowhere near ten points, is he? Man, this was his highest score. And this, and this, I don't say this nigga Chris is like, oh, I thought, I thought Mo Harkless was gonna be. <laughs> no, Mo Harkless, nigga, we picked up Mo Harkless. Bro, I thought he was gonna get us a dub. Y'all ain't seen his good years in Portland. His good years in Portland. No, good for he had no, one good year in Portland. Uh, he had at least two, three good years in Portland. Bro. He could, he got a little something to him. You, so, you, and ain't nobody love an uh, average basketball player more than Christopher Madden. <laughs> Y'all the ones out here screaming about go, go find a guy. That's what happens when you go find a guy. You know what I'm saying? Maddox, <laughs> on, Maddox on Harkless was the next Scotty Pippen for Smith. <laughs> when he came out of college, it. I did though. Yeah. <laughs> oh my That's god, accurate. you love an average oh basketball player. He was not average when he, he was not average when he was drafted. Because he was very, very, he was decent. How far removed are we from that? What year is this? Yeah, when did this, he graduate? I mean, that's about a strong 10 years ago, 10, 12. Years ago. Oh. <laughs> no, that's a, no, is it even that long? I don't even think it's that long, man. Mo- it's that long, bro. If it's it's not, long. shame on him. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> He's shooting. Wait, 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 wait. wait. He, he's averaging half a point a game. <laughs> He's averaging. He is. That's, that's a half a point more than me. Seven percent. That's a half a point more than me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. He's shooting sixteen point seven percent from the field. That was his one shot today. His for the season, he has three points. Mo. Two turnovers. Mo. The three points were today. No. He's yes. Made a three. Seven fouls. One assist, five oh. rebounds. I'll give him the five rebounds. Okay. And he's shooting um 16% from the field. And and did, did, the heat, did the Heat draft him? He's untradeable. He's <laughs> untradeable. And he took a pay cut. We can develop him. He took yeah. a pay cut yeah. to come and be significant for us. I better appreciate more money, more money. <laughs> See, I'm not alone. People are going to pay more than more minutes, more foul. This plus minus is terrible. What's the people the that were going to pay him more than we are need to send us some money. <laughs> That's okay, his highest average for, per season that Chris is talking about is 10 points in 2016 and 2017. That's what I was that's what I wanted from him. About 10, 12 points. That's just what I said. <laughs> that's just what I said. That, that ain't funny to me. That's not, that that's, funny. not that's not asking too much. It's that's funny to everybody else. Yeah. If Mohawk gave, gave you 10 points a night, I'll be it'll, change, it'll change the fortunes of this squad a little bit. You know on, what? On Shane Battier's best nights when we was oh, running with Shane oh, Battier. Oh, 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 oh. Shane Bad's going to come and slap you, Chris. Shane yeah. Battier was giving us 10, 12 points, and, and we was Yeah, but that's when he was on his decline. He was giving us Decline. And decline. He, and he was still 3 and D threat like a still. motherfucker. Now, we still. just beat the man up. Tiff just beat the man up for playing good defense today. <laughs> One game, but no, there's, there's been games where I blasphemy go by, Chris. I'm sorry, that's not blasphemy because y'all, y'all be it's such a sliding scale. Why? Is- 
points from Shane Batty, okay, but 10 points from Mo Harkless is Nick, I don't it ain't about the points. It's about the, the, the complete lack of impact on a game. Did you say the implete? What? The complete <laughs> lack of impact. No, no, no. Just because you make a shitty points, don't be trying yes. to. If Mo Harkless could give us 10 points, I like I would shut the fuck up. Like, I would can't give us 10 I points. I want to shut the fuck up. I, I would shut up. Shut up. I would shut up. <laughs> I would oh, shut up. I'm, I'm he, did, he had one decent game on the defensive end, and I got everybody in my mentions. Who going to give us 12 points first, him or Kendrick? Kendrick. Oh, I mean, Kendrick had Kendrick. 18 tonight. Easily yeah, Kendrick. I know, Kendrick. Kendrick. <laughs> I, y'all had me back on here when Mo Harkers gave you four straight games where he having like 10, 12. Oh, points. well, Chris. Yeah, you will never be back on, on the show. You're never going to see you we Christopher Banning. It's good to talk to you, my brother. Because you ain't coming back. You ain't coming back. Me back. <laughs> I see you on LSO. Good to have you. <laughs> oh, being high, my brother. I'm glad you came by today, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to go home, but you got to get down no, <laughs> You ain't coming back. No, you I won't see. be invited back. Say, I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> the last thing I want to do is I just want to give. I think we have not talked enough about probably the most steady player on the Heat all season, who has been Duncan Robinson. Like mm-hmm. whether he's scoring big points or not, like he has been really good on the defensive end. Not great, but not great. solid. Again, beat. But the help, the help defense has been strong. Like. He is one of those guys that helps those undersized fours maintain their defensive principles. Like he's been, he's done a, a a really good job helping guys like Kelly Olynyk not get fucking murked every single game, and he has time and time again hit that timely three. So I want to give a lot of props to uh, to Duncan Robinson. Um, I'm gonna go. I want to go cl- uh, clockwise and just everybody give your your last takes of the night. Whether it be about the Heat, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, whatever it is, I don't give a fuck because it's an hour in at this point. You still watching? You already know what it is. Go ahead, Parrish. What's your like? Your 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 out your outtake. I'm gonna say my outtake. I'm gonna say drip drop one more time. Drip drop. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna say I'm 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 happy for a Heat win. The Heat. Uh, they overachieved last season. I do think the Heat are a playoff team. They're right. What are they? Eight? Uh, I think they're what nine or ten right now. I think that he can make they're the playoffs like 10, for I sure. Think. They're like twelve. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's too early to look at the stats. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Let's forget I said it. We gotta win. Let's just keep. Uh, let's keep moving forward. Keep getting better. Let's get our players back uh, healthy, and and then we can really make some serious evaluations. I don't think has Jimmy. When's the last time Jimmy played? I feel like I haven't seen Jimmy in a long time. Jimmy hasn't played in half the games, I believe. Yeah, so I was going to say, like, we, we can't really make any real evaluations until we get the, the full team back and really playing together. Um, but I, I just don't want to get so far behind the eight ball that it's just it's a lost cause. So They're I'm three games out of first, by the way. So Are they really? Right, well, that, that, <laughs> yeah, they are. It's early. So it's, it's early, but I'm saying at the same time, I just don't, you know, like I just, I'm glad for the win because we, we, what was it, like a four game losing streak? So I'm three just game. For the win. Yeah, it's not, it was nice. It's a good win. It's a good uh, win. You know what I'm saying? It's a good Come on, what do you take away from tonight? Take away uh, overall, if you just want to drop a political hot take, go ahead, do whatever you want. 
I do want to say one thing before I let Siobhan talk. I think we talked about it on LSO Sports, but we have not talked about it on Hangover Time. Those jerseys in the back are Siobhan's jerseys. So mm-hmm. we all need to remember, there's a lot of dudes out here on Miami Heat Beat and Hangover Time talk a lot of shit about basketball. Siobhan has played at the high school, collegiate, and professional level. So I just want to give Siobhan those props. And Tiffany as well has played at some of the highest levels. So of the five people on this broadcast right now, remember the two people that have played at high levels are the two uh, two ladies at the bottom. They have they I played play JV, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this nigga, this nigga Chris talking about AAU. I went hey. to Glenn Rice basketball camp at JCC growing up. <laughs> hey. you go, baby. I coached, I coached a middle school team to zero wins one year. Um, I just want to, like, honestly, I just, I think Siobhan has both Siobhan and Tiffany have such rich, great stories. I think we need to tell them more. Um, hey, I think a lot of times we just out here like. Siobhan, what's your take? Tiff, what's your take? And we don't take we don't take the time to get in depth to like what they really bring to the table. And we will do that more. But I just want to say that because we have never really brought that up on Hangover Time or Miami Heat Beat. We did it on LSO Sports, but I just wanted to do that real quick. So go ahead, Siobhan. What is your take after I embarrass you and and, and make no, you know? I appreciate that. Whenever you want to tell stories, we can. My take is the issues are the issues. Something has to give. And go find um, MLK's deep cuts. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Stop with stop with the hold hand shit and right. get down to the nitty gritty. What this nigga was all about. That man is not sleeping in peace. He being used every year. Every year to pacify black folk, and I'm sick for of some it. Malarkey. Listen, <laughs> what I want to tell y'all, it, it, all the white people that are still tuned in and listening, all four of y'all, um, <laughs> if if you see black people w- 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 doing what you think is acting up and you try to use an MLK quote to pacify us, you are literally going against that man's principles and what he was trying to say. So stop that fuckery. Stop that flim flam and that whatever Chris said before. <laughs> and that... That flim flam and that gibberish. That uh, hullabaloo. <laughs> uh, Tiffany Meeks, who also played the game at very high levels. Remember, I don't be bringing people on the show that don't know shit about uh, what I, I need people to understand. I, just because you be out here on Twitter following me and talking to me, I don't be bringing people on the show that don't know shit about basketball. I don't know shit about basketball, so I need to bring on people who know what the fuck they're talking about, and that's why Tiffany is my right hand, and the only reason Chris is here is because it's MLK Day. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But Tiffany knows her shit, played at the highest levels, was recruited by Pat motherfucking Summit, so if you need to know Tiffany's credentials, let that be known. Right there, she was recruited by the greatest co- basketball coach in college history. So go ahead, Tiffany. What are your takeaways from tonight or t- overall? I'm just gonna keep it short. They tried, just like half of America. That's it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I love that. Okay, Chris, go. <laughs> Oh, that's my. Tried like half of America, Chris. Go ahead, man. LSO, um, LSO Sports take over a hangover time. 
Chris Maddox is, and I keep fucking with him in his big head. I wish he would use that head to block that shiny ass light behind his ass. Hey, but man. my man hey, is the impetus and the reason for light skin opinions, the host of light skin opinions. Uh, if you guys have not checked out light skin opinions, please do. The show is fucking fire. It's funny as fuck. We're doing LSO Sports on the Twitch channel, but go find our YouTube page, subscribe. We're going to be doing live shows every week and then posting them on Spotify, posting them on YouTube. We're, we're, we're doing it big this year. Chris, what are your takeaways from tonight? Um, my main takeaways are just that um, I think the, the NBA players would make Martin Luther King proud. I, I think a lot of what we've seen out of the NBA – this year and last year and last summer, um, we saw a lot of young men who kind of understand their place and the platform that they have and are not using it um, in Siobhan's words to like be the, the cookie cutter commercial MLK. But a lot of the guys who we highlight for what the work they're doing is they're, they're in on those deep cuts and they understand um, in the way that King understood that this struggle is not just um skin deep like it's it's so much ingrained into the 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 culture of our country and our society and it's going to take that much more work we talk about it on lso all the time martin luther king's greatest achievement as sad as it is to say was that he made being racist in politic he made it being something he he made it something that you had to tuck away and hide and unfortunately over the last couple of years we've seen that start to wear off so even though we're just talking about basketball, that's why I'm glad we get the opportunity to bring the man's name up and, and to have conversations like this for people who just came to hear about what's going on with the Heat. Perfectly said. And I'm not going to add much more to it, but I just I want all of you. I want everyone who participates in this day and takes this day off and does whatever they do with the day. I really want y'all to really, really look into what Dr. King stood for. Um, they, there's a lot of these quotes that they pull out that they cherry pick, like I said, to pacify us and to pacify the people and to say that we need to all hold hands with the same people that are subjugating us each and every single day. I want you to really look at what Dr. King said when he said that America is about socialism for the rich and rugged uh, individualism for the poor. Like, remember what the man said. So before you go out here and spout, spout uh, the I have the dream, all hold hands, remember what that man said. He was about economic growth. He was about empowerment of people. He was about more than just that I have a dream speech and children holding hands across the world. This is, there's more to it than that. And we are still struggling with this to this day. And like Chris said, there are a lot of NBA players, the Jalen Browns, uh, even the Kyrie Irvings. I know y'all mad at my mans. Believe me, he out here doing real work. LeBron James doing real work. This guy's doing that real, real, real work to this day. So please, you know, before you guys spout off on some MLK shit, understand what that man was really about. Understand what Malcolm was about. You know, we're going to talk about this on Thursday on Licensed yes. Opinions. Watch One Night in Miami and understand the the, the gray areas of the civil, right, civil rights movement and how there are different ways to approach this thing and there's no real wrong way. And that the civil rights movement, like Siobhan was trying to say, there are 
color pictures of MLK in Jamaica. You know, like mm-hmm. this was not that long ago. MLK, if he was alive today, would be it's the same age as Nancy Pelosi. Think mm-hmm. about that. This is a denim. Think about I'm doing that. What what's that nigga? I'm doing that 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 uh that meme, yeah. Yeah, that think about that. He'd be the same <laughs> Nancy Pelosi out here running things and we acting like MLK died a hundred years ago. He'd be the same age as Nancy Pelosi. It wasn't that long ago when my people couldn't drink the same water fountain as y'all could. So please think about that. Good night. We will see you guys Wednesday night and then Thursday night for LSO. Tune in tomorrow night for Miami Heat Beat Podcast. Thank y'all for joining us.